0: Hello, and welcome to The News Cycle. I'm your host, Iris Harshaw. It's Monday, December 9th. Today. In the year 2040, Downtown Davis might be unrecognizable to current citizens. At least, that's according to the city's new Downtown Davis specific plan. I sat down this week with city planner Eric Lee to discuss the plan's contents and the future of Downtown Davis. Can you first explain generally what the downtown specific plan is?
1: So the downtown Davis specific plan is an update to the existing uh, specific plan that we have for the downtown. It's called the, the existing one is called the core area specific plan, and it was developed uh, more than 20 years ago to help guide development downtown. And since that time, we've come a long way and we've found that there's a need to update that plan with new, uh, new policies, new requirements to just address some of the uh, issues that we have today.
0: And what are the main issues that downtown faces and how does the plan address those issues?
1: There's obviously a number of different issues. Um, One just being maintaining the downtown as an active urban area where uh, people in the community would like to come, making it more inclusive for folks or People in the community. There was an intensive public outreach effort to get community feedback, and some some of the feedback that people provided was that they'd like to see the downtown uh, more f- friendly or more usable for folks who live in the city. I think there's a perception that it's really focused on students, um, but also to keep it econ- economically viable and provide more housing.
0: What were the main goals going into the plan?
1: Yeah, there was a few. Um, one was certainly to. Uh, support the downtown businesses, keep it as a commercial center for the city, to improve what we call the uh, certainty, both for developers and property owners as well as for the public, meaning that if someone wanted to construct a project, uh, we wanted to make sure that people on all sides kind of had a better understanding of what the expectations were and how to get there and how to achieve it.
0: What were the most innovative and surprising things that the plan outlines?
1: There's been a lot of new concepts or new um, uh, priorities or things that the community would like to see. One of the big ones is sustainability, Mm -hmm. uh, just because of the issues that we face today. So trying to ensure that development is more sustainable or even make downtown a model of sustainability for development, address some of the public realm, maybe lack of open space that people have identified Um, We've also been looking at the streets to upgrade or improve the streets to make them more friendly, both for bicyclists, pedestrians, and and others. There's a big focus of the city to reduce our carbon emissions. Um, You see what ways we can do what we can do to uh, reduce car usage. And then the other big component would be what is called the form-based code.
0: T- tell me more
1: about that. Sure. So we have the specific plan, which is a policy document. It's really a high-level uh, guidance on the vi- with a vision for the downtown. It identifies some general goals and how to how to get there, a bit of a roadmap. But the other part of the question is how do we actually do that? And so there are a lot of implementing items. What does the city actually need to do uh, to achieve that vision? And one of the one of the main Avenues is the form-based code, which is also the zoning code, uh, which aden- identifies or establishes the standards on uh, what kind of buildings can be built and where, how large, um, the uses. So it's it's much more detailed. And form-based code, it, it's not new, but it, but it's a newer way of approaching zoning, to just really look at the the form and the mass and the scale of the building to achieve kind of an outcome that people. Are, can understand um, and move away from more conventional zoning, which is based on just uses and other standards which don't always achieve those outcomes.
0: How will that appear visually when someone looks at downtown 20 years from now? What will be different than they see it as now?
1: So one of the things that the, the plan is calling for is more housing and more incre- and increased development. So it is potentially allowing for bigger buildings and taller buildings not just five stories in much of the commercial downtown area but in a smaller portion of it potentially even up to seven stories uh, it does yeah, absolutely it can be high but it does depend on private development and so we're trying to create an environment where a property owner is able to to develop and and feels they have the the kind of confidence of what they can what they can do and that they can move forward with that type of large proposal Um, which can serve the city, serve housing, uh, provide for the needs, and just really add to the vitality of downtown.
0: You mentioned that the future of downtown, as outlined in the specific plan, includes a lot of new housing. How much new housing would we be looking at?
1: So obviously a lot of downtown you know, will not change. You know, there's existing buildings that won't be redeveloped. There's more recent buildings, which are not going to change, but there are areas for opportunity or for new development. And so the program that they're looking at right now, or we've looked at right now, is potentially to uh, accommodate up to 1,000 new housing units. And I think currently there's about 500 units in the downtown area that this includes so this would be quite a quite an increase but at the same time when the uh, consultants our consultants have looked at it uh, and looked at the you know the financial part of it you know they they determine it is feasible Um, there's no guarantee we'll get all of that but we want to you know be able to try and accommodate that there's certainly a need for housing in the community and so that's that's what the program proposes at this point
0: Um, a lot of davis residents talk about wanting Davis to get to net-zero carbon emissions and other very ambitious sustainability goals. How feasible does the city believe those goals are for the future?
1: Well, I will say just for the plan, it does identify and incorporate a, you know, different sustainability measures. It tries to be very forward-thinking, um, but at the same time it's and it's aspirational, saying, meaning you know, this is where we'd like to be, these are the types of projects we'd like to see, um, and how do we get there is, is you know, big part of the equation, um, but we do also recognize that there are other measures or other plans that will need to be completed. I mean, the city does have a, a climate action and adaptation plan. Um, in, as part of this process, you know, we've talked about the need for a sustainability implementation plan. So some of those uh, additional steps that are needed to really drive down into the de- level of detail that would be needed to see how do we get there. You know, it's it's very aggressive and we're in the city's very forward-thinking. Um, so it's not an easy, easy process, and obviously there's a lot of factors beyond the city's control or even our community's control, you know, to, to to deal with. But you know, certainly we're doing our best that we can
0: the plan is out there. What should Davis residents do?
1: Yeah we are certainly welcoming comments. So we've been going through a two-year-long process and taking community feedback and we've developed or the consultants have drafted this plan which is f- out for uh, public review and comment and so that period ends on January 14th and so we're we've been holding various meetings um, kind of doing outreach in other ways to try and encourage people to look at the plan review it they don't need to review all of it but whatever comments or feedback people have um, we're, we're sort of welcoming that where we'd like to you know see what what uh, the comments are, kind of how what, have we incorporated their feedback accurately? Um, are there any issues or things that that you know they're concerned about or that are missing? They can provide comments. Uh, there's an online comment form where they can submit comments. They can email them. Um, if they have attended any of the meetings, they can submit that, you know the comments in writing. Um, there's various ways to to do that.
0: And they can find the plan on the City of Davis website?
1: Uh, Yes. Um, There's a lot of information on what's been going on in the past, uh, as well as the current documents that we'd like them to review.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. With the holiday season sneaking up upon us, Davis shoppers rush to score Black Friday deals. But what does Black Friday look like in a city with few big outlets? Alexandra Zerberg has the story, which was co-produced by Emily Chapman. As the winter
2: holidays reap around the corner, shoppers rush to buy presents for their loved ones. Quiet in Davis, Target was scarce with chatter compared to the Target in Woodland and other stores like Best Buy. Davis resident Michelle John found that this year's Black Friday held great deals. Well, I think it seems like there's some pretty good deals
0: out here for people, so I think that's a that's a good thing.
2: Other people partaking in this year's shopping spree found the stores to be very busy. Target tech employee Branson Johnson found this year to be stressful, however, found that patience is key when dealing with ambitious shoppers. This is my first Black Friday I've ever worked, so it's pretty busy. Uh, it's a good experience. Um, I'd say it's a lot of emotions high because a lot of people want what they want, but they have to be patient, so a lot of delayed gratification as well, but not everybody likes to be patient, so we just try to work and get to everybody as soon as possible. Although this year wasn't quite as busy in Davis, according to USA Today, Americans spent more money in 2019 shopping in stores than ever before. Another Target employee, Sandy Ramirez, felt that her first time working behind the counter was busy but bearable. It's pretty busy everywhere, but we do have some small breaks caps in there, so we're able to even look around and see whoever needs help. Davis is a great place to find in-store deals with little to no hassle dealing with big crowds. This is Alexandra Zerborg reporting.
0: The News Cycle is produced by the Blue Devil Hub in collaboration with the Davis Enterprise. Iris Harshaw is the producer. Dahlia Krauss is the assistant producer. And Daniel Ruiz Jimenez is the studio recording engineer. Thank you for listening. See you next week, Davis.